okay. I can only hope this turns out all right. I've been messing with the settings, but it should be okay. If not, I apologize in advance. Out the gate. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let me just get out of the way quick. Greetings and salutations, everybody. Welcome to episode 30, 30, 36? Yes. 36. I thought it was 37. You don't read my posts, clearly, do you? No, I did. I just, I, I forgot. I've had a lot going on today. <laughs> episode 36 of the Lost Words podcast. I'm Joe. I'm here with Rem. And we've got a number of things to talk about today. Um, they're pretty, like, uh, quite a few of them are quite serious topics. So, just out of the gate might be a wise idea to just look at the episode notes beforehand just to see what exactly it is you're getting into with this episode at the we'll obviously try and keep it light-hearted towards the end but where there is where there's an opportunity or rather where there's a need for serious discussion to be had then it is going to be literally serious discussion like there are there are parts where you can't just joke about certain topics but without further ado I feel sometimes you have to be serious because if you joke all the time, people never take you serious. That's correct. You're 100%, you're 100% right. And I know we always say that you shouldn't come here for news and stuff, but what we will come and give you here is like, you know, opinions and uh, our, our version of what we believe the facts may be and our, like, our stance on things. But how's things been with you, Ren, in the past week or so? But all right, man. Fitness is getting up there. Nice. You know, give me a couple more weeks. I'm back on my bullshit. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> so the so the exercise is going well. Yeah, it's going alright. It's going alright. You, you you doing any marathon practice? Nah, I don't know about all that. I've been I've been going jogging this week though. I jogged like three times since the last time you spoke about it. Yeah. I feel like my cardio is getting better. It still hurts though, but you know, chest is getting a bit more developed. Lung, should I say, getting a bit more developed in there. And, you know, yeah, getting getting to it, man. How far do you jog? Um, it's not really so much how far, it's really like the route. Okay. Like I'll jog from like here to like my mom's house, which on paper is not very far, yeah. but like the route I take, like I'll go down one row, come up another row, go around somewhere, go through this park. Like I'll do some other shit right, okay. to get there, but that, I always end up there. I don't yeah. really, I'm not trying to time myself. I'm just trying to improve on my cardiovascular. So once I've, I'm competent at doing that, at doing the same route, then I can start progressing onto different yeah, routes and, no, stuff. No, and knocking down time. Okay, I'm, I'm comfortable at it. How quick am I doing it? Let's improve it. All right. Okay, that's fair enough. That's fair. Carb. Uh, what's it? Part. Part mentalize. That's not the right word. Compartmentalize. Yeah. That's is that, yeah, is that a word? Yeah. 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 Do that. Compartmentalize your goals. I don't think that's the word, man. But it sounds like we're fucking it up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm sure that the message is getting across. Yeah. I know what you're trying. I know what you're trying to but say. But do that, anyway. yeah. Break your goals down. Yeah. Don't yeah. just. I want to do this at this time. I want to go this distance at this time, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's try and a, get a distance down pack. That's a bad way of looking at things, man. Yeah. If you set yourself deadlines and you don't reach those deadlines, you just become disheartened about continuing. So yeah, like I, even I, I, I've always said that your only competition is yourself. Really, I, I always say that. Yeah, and that's just because I feel no one's better than me. <laughs> Okay, well, I, I was thinking about it more from like a, a personal development sort of sort of view. But when you think like that, I suppose it does help. So, like I was, I was, I, saw, I was looking at my story and I was like, I saw this girl's story and I was like, damn, I am hotter and cooler than your man at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of those. <laughs> How does that work? Well, maybe he's a nicer guy. At least from her point of view. I, I mean, I don't know him. You know maybe. what I'm saying? Like, maybe he's a nicer guy. Maybe he smiles in pictures. 
Yeah, there you go. See? See what? Yeah, I mean, I've got a problem smiling in pictures as well, so I, I, I sympathize with you there. But yeah, maybe he's a nicer guy. People take you serious. Say again? Start, people take you serious. Start cheesing in every picture. I can't, clown. I can't smile for posed photos. Like my, my workplace, for example, whenever they want to take pictures of you for like... Oh, like, that, I hate that internal shit. Material. They catch you in the middle of a customer where you're like having oh, a talk and look right, at that yeah, cheesy yeah, smile. Yeah. Or they want you to they actually stage like a that. smile. And Some like, brochure oh. pictures. It's right. Like, yeah. like, I don't look like this normally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not walking around work with a frown all the time. But at the same time, it's like you're asking me to smile on command. That's not a natural emotion. It's like asking someone to be happy on command. It can't be done. I'm not a clown. I don't smile all the time. Which, But it's funny because when people are taking photos of me in the moment or whatnot and I am smiling, I do. I feel like I look good. So, life flex, life flex, yeah. But when I try to when I try to replicate that moment for a stage photo, I feel like I look like a donkey, man. It's like I, this is this was not my emotion at the time. Funny little talk that. Um, one thing I did want to get out of the way at the beginning of this episode, and I know I always say every single time that there's something I want to talk about, and I always forget about it, and I mention it the next episode. This is actually something very important to the UK, um, to the UK listeners, and it is regarding the 2021 census i learned something this morning oh you get a letter too yeah yeah everyone got everyone is that real yeah 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 yeah. you have to fill it in and send it back you get fined like a grand or something all right that's exactly i think that's cat though nah that's exactly what i was getting to and i learned i I was was thinking this can't be true so i did did a little bit of research into it but uh, i can i tell you what put me off straight away go on if you read it it says to the occupier of the address yeah you can't be asking me to fill in you know who lives here surely you're not going to send something to me saying the occupier. Like, you know I'm here. I don't. I think it's a generic thing. See, when I say I was doing my research into this and I thought and I found that it was true. It, I can't exactly verify that 100% because from, from the best of my knowledge, I've always heard that the census was like a, um, was a voluntary thing. Yeah, they do it every 10 years, apparently. I didn't get one, yeah. I didn't get one 10 years ago. Every I've 10 years long, or so. Yeah, like, something been, along those lines. But this is my first time I've ever seen it since I've lived here. And I've lived here longer than 10 years. But it says... Uh, Something to do with twenty. The census day is the twenty first of March, so you got to complete it for that day or shortly after. And supposedly, if you don't do it, you run the risks of a fine or a criminal record uh, of a um, fine of a thousand pounds. Now, it's wild. Don't quote me on this because I just read. The, I read this from multiple sources, but I never got like an official source to say that this is the case or not, and I haven't had time to check. But if that's something that you might be worried about, then it might be worth checking out. Um, especially if you're like me and you don't open letters straight away. Who are they going to find? The, the, the occupier? That's, that's what I don't get. <laughs> like what? Well, th- yeah, you're right. Because it doesn't, it doesn't make sense in that way because um, only one person in the household is meant to do it on behalf of everyone, everyone else in the, the household. House. So if you've got maybe five or six people in the, living in a house. I assume it's the tenancy holder though, isn't it? Tenancy, tenancy, tenancy agreements can be shared I guess mm, yeah, they're I never shared I've never seen a shared tenancy agreement oh okay in that case well yeah well, it must go, it must go down to even the... if you marry like the person whose home you live in they're still like, whoever's tenancy was given to is, is to them isn't it? oh oh well, you know bull but so, you gotta know these things <laughs> I suppose you do but have you opened the letter I've seen I've seen my sister's one okay and then I was like now nah, don't feel that shit in because for the same stance I just took like why if they they should know you live here if it's from a governing bo- body why is it to the occupier of this address who are they going to find the occupier and then like 
a week later, mine came. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I think mine, my, mine's still up on top of my microwave. I ain't opened it yet. Mine came at the beginning of the week. Ah, no. And if they're listening, I haven't got, I don't know, my postman's been acting up. I ain't seen him in a while. I haven't got one. Okay, right. Now, I have it officially here. This is the official government website, census.gov.uk. It says here, um, you must complete the census by law or you could be fined up to £1,000. Some questions are labelled as voluntary. It is not an offence if you do not answer these. So I think when it says, when I when I mentioned earlier about um, the census being voluntary, I think it is that there are certain bits that you can fill in that uh, I believe air quotes don't necessarily have to be used to identify the person who's filling the census out yeah. but it does have to be filled out one way or another i believe so it doesn't say like when you have to do it but you can do it online or you can do it via the post that you've been sent um, the postal letter that you've been sent so everyone who's got that letter in the post within the last week or two which is when it should have come because that's when i've seen it and heard of it yeah give it? You've got, um, I don't know when the deadline is, but yeah, just beware that you could be fined a thousand pounds. And in, in, in these times... It's all a bit shady though, man. Still a bit shady. I hear you. No, I'm, 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 I hear Why you. Why are you going to find people in the middle of a pandemic, man? Why are you don't make me get my tinfoil hat out, you know. Don't make me do it. Don't make me get, <laughs> get woke all of a sudden, man. <laughs> my third eye is open. It's clear. Uh, right, right. Don't make me do it, man. Shady, shady business, man. I, I'm just gonna make sure that one, I think one way or another. My they just want to know who's living in your house. Yeah, pretty much. I think my mum and my mum and dad. Uh, my dad doesn't really care for these things, so it's usually my mum that fills it out anyway. But they'll probably get that done in in the next couple of days or so. This is just a warning, rather to like to let everyone know, or rather a point of information that these are the potential consequences if you do not fill it out. Right. This is not us being a mouthpiece for the government. It's just letting you know that there are consequences and repercussions for not acting on this anyways yeah yeah that was the only real thing that i needed to actually get out of the way before we get into the um meat and potatoes of the podcast today you don't eat meat i do not i do not okay the potatoes then <laughs> so i guess the well one of the major elephants in the room we should say because there are a couple elephants in the room is the interview yeah, with yeah, yeah. Meghan Markle, Prince Harry and Oprah Winfrey yes. that aired on International Women's Day. Shout out to all the women across the world. Yeah, we hope that you had um, a very good International Women's Day, even if it hasn't been the, the brightest week for women in general in the UK. But we will get to that later, more on that later. Let's talk about the interview first and foremost. What... Like, let's just like start with an overarching view of it. What did you think about it? Um, I felt that there was a lady in distress and she wasn't receiving some of the help that she should deserve as a human. I believe there was definite undertones of racism as well towards her. That's me as a whole. Uh, I mean, when we get into discussing, I, I, I'm going to try and play for the sake of dialogue because we pretty much have this. I'm sure we have the same stances, but mm. for the sake of dialogue, I'm going to like play devil's advocate a bit and combat a few things. But okay, yeah, good. Because I'm just I, putting I, that out there as a disclaimer. I don't want people to hear this and be like, oh, he, well, he's on this side, he's there, he's this yeah. way, he's that way inclined. No, I, I, I feel like, um, yeah, she did. She some help was needed for her that she she did, wasn't receiving, and there's definitely 
racial undertones going on. I'm glad that you mentioned about like um, presenting two different sides of the argument yeah. because it is it's, it's, it's very important to note that like, it, especially for me, um, and I'm, I'm probably going to guess that you feel a similar way. We're not here to take sides. We don't know what these people are really like behind closed doors. All we know is no. like the information that we're given and how to act on that accordingly. And even still, we can't say definitively. Face value, innit? We're not in right. the rooms. We're not flying all Yeah, room, yeah. No. There we go. So we can't really say definitively what we what we think is right. What we what we know is right or what we know is wrong. We just know what we think we know. Yeah. So a lot of people um, drew comparisons between the royal family's treatment of Meghan and the royal family's treatment of Princess Diana. All right. Cool, cool. You can, like, ignoring the fact that obviously, like, Princess Diana has passed away and the, the conspiracy theory surrounding, like, yeah, whether, yeah, whether that yeah. was orchestrated by the royal family or not. Generally speaking, um, when the interview came out, I did see a clip that was um, floating around the internet, a, a resurfaced interview about where Diana was saying a similar thing about how she didn't feel supported by the royal family and that they'd written her, her marriage off as a non-starter because she didn't do things by... Uh, by th by the book or by royal protocol, what you will. Yeah. So, seeing that was kind of a, uh, it was kind of interesting to me because obviously when this kind of thing was all going on in the, in in the current news and stuff, we were we were young, we were in primary school. Yeah, I was not about, about to. Yeah, because when you know people were making that comparison, the, my initial thought, and again, to play devil's advocate, but we was like anyone our age and and younger, we didn't know what was going on. We no, were, we didn't. We you're, didn't. you're forming this opinion like now, aren't you? Like, you're yeah, right. thinking that in the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So people people were saying that, but like I'm, I did notice sort of parallels between between the clips, and obviously Princess Diana wasn't speaking about like uh, her treatment being anything to do with like like racially motivated yeah. because she was a white woman, isn't it? But I think now there exists a a slightly bigger problem in the fact that Meghan Markle has said all of these things and it seemed to me that the general population of the country was ready to side with the royal family immediately. So that, so that was like one of my big takeaways from the situation. There was a big, uh, sort of a big fallout. Now, a lot of high profile people have said that her comments have been very damaging towards the reputation of the royal family or very damaging towards the royal family and that they were ill-timed because Prince Philip's in hospital and whatnot. And I, I didn't really understand that kind of that point of view because the royal family of this country is probably one of the most powerful institutions on the planet. Yeah. And there aren't really many things that you can say to damage their reputation or any scandals that can't come out that will damage their reputation as we have seen firsthand with the allegations towards Prince Andrew. Yeah. And I don't think that anything that has surfaced in this interview with Meghan Markle and Prince Harry has been worse than anything that we've learned about Prince Andrew. No, but that wasn't the nature of that. That wasn't the intention of that interview. Absolutely it? not. Yeah. It was not the, it was not the intention. And Harry did mention a thing that he said, um, Secret contracts, basically, like un un unwritten contracts where if you have, don't quote me like word for word, but if you, if you go to dinner with these, with certain people, then they'll give you good press. 
Yeah, that sounds that sounds a bit that sounds par for the course if you ask me. I would think that was I would think that would be obvious. I mean, maybe not to to like a lot to a lot of people, but I would think that with the it's with regards to the royal family, even not necessarily royal family, but regards to the rich and powerful. Yeah. There's like you know, there's there there's like there's there are seats you can sit in. There's 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 deals that can be done under tables that will influence your standing. Yeah, but and, by the gist of it is Harry was saying that they don't play that. Yeah. So whenever something's negative is printed in the press towards her, it's, it's it could be fair to say that it's not actually coming from the royal family because they don't play ball with the, with the newspapers. That's very true. That's very true. So. Good point. That's a good thing. You, it's a good thing you mentioned that because another one of my um another one of my my takeaways from the interview is that it didn't seem to me that um neither Meghan or Harry were bashing any particular individuals within the royal family. I'm glad you said that. I, I've noticed how highly they spoke of the Queen and Harry spoke yes. of his grandmother. Yes, they wanted no smoke. Yeah, they had not a bad word to say about Her Majesty. Yeah. yeah. So for everybody listening, that's you better hold it down because they didn't want to speak ill. You should not want to speak ill either. Lizzie Gang. <laughs> She's on your money. Don't fuck around. Yeah. That being said, though, they brought up um, Prince Charles. So Harry kind of got a little. Uh, yeah, you took a little t- pause. Like he took yeah, a little. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you could tell that like things aren't really the, great. Yeah, with him yeah. So I mean, maybe you lot are directing your. You're putting your pitchforks at the wrong royal when that, it? Right. But this is the thing. When you mention the royal family, I guess yeah. automatically everyone looks straight at the top. So on a surface level, people who watch the interview or not even people, who, not even necessarily people who watch the interview, people who heard about the interview might be thinking, oh, okay, he, um, they're talking all, all sorts of stuff about the royal family. And a lot of people were like, the queen's not racist. The queen isn't racist. The queen would never do this. The queen would never say that. And I'm thinking there was not a single part in the two hour interview where neither Harry or Meghan was saying anything disparaging about the queen herself. No. And it is perfectly possible for racism or racist undertones to exist within the royal family without them coming from the head of state. Yes, yes, very true. So generally, whenever you see like a a, a coup or... I mean, we can only really use media such as like movies and other forms of entertainment to go by. But whenever you see like a like a takeover or, or, dis- or disruption within the ranks and such and such, it's never usually from like the head. It's always from someone else in a different position yes right exactly that may not be as in the public eye because there's less they can do a lot more without a lot of people seeing it that makes sense yeah and that's not me shooting the queen some bail I, like i said i'm just here to provide two sides of, of it no that, yeah like you know that's that's a that's a very fair point but like what what was like kind of staggering to see was how, the amount of people that weren't um weren't willing to separate the message from uh, the institution, as it were. It's kind of like, right. you know, we have problems with certain aspects of the royal family or certain people within the royal family. Yeah. Automatically, people's like, ah, he's got beef with the queen. Or, ah, she's got beef with the queen. Da, 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 da. Like, she's like, she's making it up. She's lying. Mm. And I, I just didn't understand where that narrative come, came from. It, where the royal family is completely above reproach they are they are like the the pinnacle of 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 human excellence of i'm pretty sure they don't see eye to eye in their day-to-day lives as well who the royal family 
don't think they all agree on every subject every time. No, they of course not. But because they don't talk about it, you never hear you about never it. Which know. is which is which is which is their prerogative. Yeah. That's entirely up to them. But um, I don't understand like this. I, I I guess what I'm trying to say is sort of I don't understand patriotism as a point, but I also don't really understand a country's blind loyalty to the royal family in in the yeah, way that you, it manifests you're talking spicy in some of your posters i've seen it i've seen them yeah i know that's what i came i came to say mm. like i i generally real heavy i generally like, watch do, out i don't believe that the monarchy is off your bike <laughs> <laughs> fuck around boy why <laughs> not make it look like a real accident in your block what you think they'll cancel they'll cancel me get you the or fuck they'll, out they'll cancel they'll cancel the pod or they cancel me Rub they, you all the way out who are you coming for first definitely you Damn. I have a new co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for the loyalty. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah like, it, do, it does seem very unnecessary. But the country in itself is run by the press. And the press is the one that controls the narratives like across the board. Whether um whether we like to believe it or not the country is run by the press not it's not it's not like not journalism itself yeah it's the business of of print media yeah like they are the ones that control the over overall thinking the overall mind state of the country like they're the only people that can hold people accountable if they want to they're the people that tell us who to vote for they're mm-hmm. the people that are telling us we shouldn't eat these foods they're the people that are telling us we shouldn't drink these drinks they're the people that are telling us like we have to do this to like live properly and stuff like that Going back to the interview on a, on a holder, when um, well, the interview and as well as the newspaper, so we we kind of already established that to some degree the royal family doesn't play ball with the with the tabloids, right? Uh, well, I I think no, they don't play ball in the sense that they don't publicly speak. Okay. But I do they, believe that they feed they feed narratives into the media. How would it get there though? Spokespeople. Spokespeople. Um. But where where are these meetings taking place? Because we're just going off assumptions, though. Which we is are, okay. Which is that's fine to work with for the. Yeah, but there are there are people that like there are people that work within or work close to the royal family that have access to that have access to I, like I'm public just, journalism and stuff like that. I'm just going by what Harry said in an interview in the end in which that you don't have seats with these people, you don't have dinners with these people, they're not going to paint you in, in a nice light and they choose not to do that. Yeah. So that being said, I I think when she was saying that, like the story that came up with was with her and the other Duchess um, and it was actually kind of like reversed. She actually made her cry. Oh yeah, Kate. Um, and she, the royal family didn't come to defend her. But if they don't, if they don't fuck with it, like if they're not gonna come out and say whenever something's good or whatever, then they're not gonna say that's wrong either. Like they don't, they're not saying yeah that's right to the to the newspapers. It's like we just don't comment on them at all. Yes, like yes. none of we don't. So yeah. if it's like that, that's like me saying saying to you, how can I how can I like good or bad? Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna speak to such and such a person about you. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then such and such a person says something bad about you. Mm-hmm. And then you say, oh, Ren didn't come and defend me. Or let's say they say something good about you and you're like, yeah, no, Ren didn't back that. So it doesn't look like us. Yeah. 
But if I if I've made my stance clear, like I'm not speaking on it, whether it's good or bad, you can't really look for me to come and like clarify that when I've already made my stance known that we don't we don't speak on them. On, right. Okay. We don't, we don't speak to them people. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And I think that um I think that a large re- a large part of the reason that people are saying that this is damaging for the royal family is because they know that the royal family isn't going to come out and like speak in their own defense about these kind of things. But there are people that work closely um, with the royal family that have access to the media. And there's like literally um, royal correspondents that work within certain publications in, in like national newspapers and stuff. And even as recently as maybe what, two or three days ago, Wednesday, Tuesday, um, William said that he came out and actually said that the royal family is not a racist family. Yeah, so, so that's, that's when he was at like the nursery or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so kinda, I don't know what's going on there, but one, I saw it. One way or another, like if the if if the royal family wants access to the press or wants the press to be able to access them, they will make, it, will happen. make it happen. Yeah, yeah. and I think there's like there are inroads that like allow that kind of thing if if they are um if they are so inclined. So yes, we we do know like when the interview came out on Monday, it wasn't a thing where you're gonna have the queen putting out like a press release like yeah, Boris Johnson yeah, yeah, does in Downing Street like yeah, she ain't thing. doing none of that yeah yeah but it's um when Megan felt I mean she did admit at the end of the interview that she wish she didn't like rely on being told that she'll be taken care of and that she you know you should always stand on your own too yes uh, but it's the like I want to, I want to say again for devil as advocate, like the sense of entitlement and stuff. Go on. So like, made to feel safe, made to be protected. By mm. what, what does that mean? Because does it mean like there's like an, an evil force that's just that, that's out to get you? Like you're in like a constant battle. I I get it that you're like someone of stature, but mm-hmm. to to say that you're not like protected, what are you doing? on your own accord to protect yourself. And again, that's just to play devil's advocate. I know people's going to hear this and be like, yo, whoa. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. If we came on here and said the one side and didn't present yeah, another no, no, side no, of no, argument, just... that's not really, it's not really worth talking about. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So with, with, I think what, what Megan meant is, and I'm not sure if this was in relation to before or during the time they were here, like, or after they decided to move, that they were not necessarily afforded the same kind of um, the same treatments that maybe William and Kate were getting in regards to protection and stuff. Because she did mm-hmm. go on to mention that when they said they were going to move abroad, they were going to be revoking her security, right? And that was, and she said that she was okay with that, but protect her husband because she wasn't. I, I, to me, and I, I could be well off in my in my assumption with this. It seemed to me that she felt like. Harry's protection was being revoked because of her. Yeah, I think somewhat. Oh, that's how they made it. Or that's how it made. That's how it made. That's how it sounded. And she didn't want like. That's why she said, "If if you don't want to protect me or you don't want to protect the baby, that's perfectly fine. But keep my husband safe." And I guess in that in that in that sense of the word, it does make it does make sense for that protection to continue because one way or another, he's a high profile. He's a high profile member. Yes, target in it. You know. I I don't really think it's possible to kidnap somebody like no, him no, exactly, because yeah. you're, that person's never going to get away yeah, with it. Yeah. But he's you know he's still like 
a very important person in the interests of the country. So when you say like, what were they doing about it? I mean, it did seem to me when I was listening to the interview that they didn't expect that their protections were going to be revoked at all. No, but once they were, you can't sit around and wait. You can't. No, but if you've been used to if, about it. if you've been used to that protection all your life, I guess you wouldn't really know how to navigate. Like, but she hasn't though, which is why she didn't care. You can't really say that if you're complaining about it to Oprah. Though. Well, she was complaining about it on behalf of Harry. But when Harry came on, he didn't. He wasn't really saying the same thing. Mm, yeah. Okay. I take your he point. He did. You know, he 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 did say that they cut him off. Yeah. And that due to his what well, his mother left him they're, they're good on that they they got a new crib and I think like a production company or something if I'm not mistaken yeah they were living with Tyler Perry or something like that yeah Tyler Perry had to hold him down shout out to him for that That's, that was wild random yeah, I never expected that at all yeah he got a billy though he good man <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I guess the the striking point was the whole the, the suicidal force um feeling of entrapment being trapped and not being able to seek the right help for it that's like i don't think anyone can not side with that you know what i'm saying i think yeah. if, like, if everyone's on the same page it's got to be like something like that like, yeah. you've got to allow somebody to get to get right man i'm like, it's not even a case of you should allow like it's, it's a human being it's like it's a human right no that right but there's two very, very critical points that you mentioned in that in that short space of time. The first being um, about feeling trapped yeah. and the second about her suicidal thoughts. And we're yeah. going to come back to the suicidal thoughts in a bit because this deserves a bit more of a dialogue. But when you speak about trapped, it brings me back to a point where um, Harry was like, his family are trapped in a system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And he I didn't agree with that. He didn't really elaborate on that. No, but you know what it is though. It's like you... We do? If you, if you go against the grain... What happens? This is kind. Of, this is the steps. This is what is. This is what it's looking like when you go against the grain. Like it. Pro- it could probably get far worse. We. We don't know. We will have to wait. Time. Only time can tell on that. But if you go against the grain, which is the family, if you're, if you're not agreeing, I guess if you're not playing by the rules, or doing things like the way things have been set out in the establishment, then they're just gonna do whatever they can to sabotage you. Mm. That may, again, that may not be all, but if it's like a majority, then you're you're kind of fucked, isn't it? Okay. Because I don't believe there's no way in like inside of me that your brother is just gonna let you get dog like that, isn't it? Uh, I don't know, man. But he's he's on a leash, so he's like he. He wants you to be, but there's only so much he can do in it. Like he want, he wants you to thrive and prosper, but there's only so much he can do. So who's in charge of this institution then? If this is the case, then who's in charge? I, who's the person that? No idea. If, if you ask me, I I guess it would probably be like like a majority or something. I don't know. Mm. Obviously, there's hierarchy in there, of course, but uh, we we wouldn't know that. We would never know that. It's very interesting. I think I think Harry saying that was kind of a point to say. But even when he said he was sorry to cut you off, like when he said that he felt trapped and like Oprah didn't really do much to help. Like she kind of like, well, what do you mean you feel trapped? You've you've been a prince your whole life. Da, da, da. But but he was saying that's the trap. Not only that, it's just the, the first time he's been married. Like He's married. It's different. It's a different circumstance. Like he 
he feels trapped now and they're there against him as a as a married man not as a a boy a prince growing up in the in the palace hmm i'm not sure that's what i took away from it but maybe I'm, I'm i don't know maybe i want maybe i'm i'm subconsciously trying to see it in my own way but i think like with with, with regards to him saying that he feels trapped it's, it's because like him his his father his brother they're all part of a system that like they have to adhere to a certain code and they can't like deviate yeah, from yeah. that code yeah. but i don't necessarily think it's to do with his marriage you don't necessarily think that him feeling trapped is to do with his marriage no no it probably isn't on a whole but that factors into it because she said your whole life you've lived like this the why is it why is it different now the the variable that now is that he's married with child like he wasn't always like that but he got out yeah okay i feel like she was his way out if you hear if you hear how we used to talk about like I don't know, the media, this country in general. He's, he's never really been like, he's always been proud to serve as a, as, a, as, as a royal of this country and stuff. And he's been proud of the country he comes from and he's proud of his family and stuff like that. But he doesn't really have much love for the way the country is run or the inner workings of it. He's nev- he never really has. If you look at his, his previous interviews and stuff. I think he's got, there's some father issues there. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think he's, he, definitely. And again, I think he won't like his, him, him and his brother like that, that affects it. Like, I think maybe his brother doesn't have the same stance on their father as he does. Yeah, uh, definitely. But, but their brother, he, so they want to fuck with each other. When he said, um, like, because when, when he was when he said that um, his, his dad isn't returning his calls, he kind of just snuck it in there as an aside. You know, like when you're, when not you specifically, but when people were like, they'll make that little snide comment at the end of a sentence. That's like, you, you didn't really need to say that. Yeah. But <laughs> now you know how you're, like, you're saying how you feel. Yeah. It seemed like that, I, you know? So... Like, I definitely think there's some resentment. There's definitely resentment there, I think. Uh, whether that can be patched up, I don't know. Don't, uh, really, don't really care. I don't, think, I don't think it can. It's, that's going back old school. You reckon? Like my, my theory is I think his father had more to do with the demise of his mother than the queen. Uh, you best protect me, eh? If I go missing for this, yeah? <laughs> no, I'm not sick. There's nothing wrong with me. <laughs> I'm not trying to go away to get no there. If I go missing, they got me. Okay, this this pod is getting written off. <laughs> Wait. Um Okay. Alright, let's go back to the point about um Megan saying she felt suicidal during yeah. her pregnancy. Because I I heard that. I was, I was kinda horrified. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, that's damn, crazy. That's, that's, mad. that's crazy, that's mad, you know. Um There was uh, a lot of There's a lot of tabloids and trolling that got it that got to Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, high-profile figures were talking about it as well. I guess the biggest the, the biggest thing was um, Piers Morgan when he said he doesn't he doesn't believe her at all, and that just kind of put a battery in the back of a load of other people in the country that were like, yeah, 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 like she's 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 lying, like everything she said is wrong. This can't be true. But when you've got high-profile figures like Piers Morgan saying stuff like they don't believe, um, my man said I wouldn't believe her. If she told me the weather, yo. Like I, it's it has to be a this person. This nigga's it's a hater. I don't want to call him. I'm calling that boy. He's a hater. Boy. Yeah, yeah. No, he's definitely My, like this man is a super hater. Yeah, like there's definitely some sort of personal vendetta he's got against her. Somebody pointed out that in a in a in a in a five day period, he tweeted about her like on like 57 different occasions, and 
I don't know if he was put up to do that or or paid to do that or whatnot. There was like rumors going around that she turned him down for a date years and years ago, like way before she met Harry and stuff. And he was come on, man. He was crediting himself actually with um, them meeting each other. Okay. Because they apparently met once and then he put her in a cab or something like that, and she went somewhere else, and then they met Harry. She met Harry that night or something like that. One way or another. Irrelevant point about how they met. What was um, what was striking was the fact that she was like, I don't believe that she felt suicidal. Now, it's one thing to say that you don't believe somebody is suicidal. And I think, generally speaking, that isn't really something that you should ever vocalise, whether it's somebody you know or somebody you don't know. What the big problem is, is that somebody with a platform as big as his, who's got over a million followers, um, is saying something like this. And it kind of... It minimizes the um, it minimizes the gravity of the situation. I want to know how many of his followers are black. Uh, there's, 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 a few, there's a few here and there. I'm not exactly going through them and checking, but like you I, know, I, I think he's 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 finished. He's done off over. Well. I mean, I, I didn't really know too much about him anyway before, but and it's like you said, he does have a big platform and following and whatever. But yo, the black people, we cannot we cannot part with this individual, man. He's He's out of here, man. Now, a lot of people, a lot of, um, a lot of, again, a lot of high-profile black people um, jumped to Megan's defense. It, was, it wasn't even necessarily defending the comments that she made um, throughout the interview, but it was more checking him on his behavior. Even Trisha, um, Trisha Goddard, the talk show host, yeah. um, had to put him on blast and stuff like that for some of the stuff he said. And it was kind of, it was kind of like, it was sobering to see when he got G-checked on Good Morning Britain the day after by, um, oh, I can't remember the guy's name. It was what, the guy who does, ironically, he does the weather on Good Morning Britain. Yeah, no, he a good dude. He a good dude, man. He but, told Pierce, oh, you better keep that same energy. He, right, exactly. He literally yeah, told yeah, him, yeah, keep yeah, that yeah. same energy. You can tell he, he, he hands with some bangers. you got some bangers in his family, innit? <laughs> yeah, 100%. You can tell some of them birthday parties. You get it, right. They're definitely smoking the fucking Cali and shit, man. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not trying to get you in trouble when the jammed up on that, nah, but I know, like, real knows, I can recognize. Of course, you know of what I'm course. Saying? But yeah, like that all culminated with Piers Morgan, Piers Morgan walking off the set in the middle of the show. Now, this was <laughs> he said it's diabolical. Yeah, it was. It was to be fair. It was. But like, what, the reason why this annoyed me as much as it, like, as as much as it pleased me, is because in this in this time, uh, where Meghan Markle has said things that like people should be talking about if you ask me regarding the royal family and the institution this man Piers Morgan has seemed to make this entire thing all about him and the focus has gone entirely onto him he was kicked off the show or rather he walked because there were rumors that he um he actually walked because uh I think ITV asked him to publicly apologize and he refused because he said he stuck by his comments you know what Fair play, fair play to you, innit? If this is if this is if this is your conviction and this is what you believe, then you shouldn't apologize. Because the last thing I would want is him apologizing, not actually meaning it, and then being able and to being go back there, on the, on yeah, the TV yeah, to no, like spew these views. No, no, no. But at the same time, I think it was sort of a performative move by ITV because they know that he brings in the views, he brings in all that, he brings in the in, in, in the audience and the control and the controversy brings in brings in money, which is why I don't think it's going to be too long before we see him on TV again or some other on some other platform. Some platform or another, yeah. But that's why it's important that I say that we as black people need to not endorse that. We don't. 
black people generally we, we generally don't like uh the, i would say the large majority of us don't and especially like now women especially they were like really really piping up because something like this was it looked to me like a targeted yeah. harassment campaign if, even yeah. if you put her race aside it was just like you are you are literally just relentlessly talking about this woman and she has not said a word to you or about you in this entire yeah, time yeah. you've been vilifying her Dude, but you're going on, hater, and on and on. But what's the end game? No one ever asked him what the end game was. Like there was no, it didn't seem like there was any. Just wanted her to say your name, man. Yeah, yeah. And all bum. he was saying was, ah, oh, like that. This is a terrible thing to say about the, uh, the queen of our country. It's a horrible thing to say. It's horrible timing. And it's like, well, you know, you don't know the queen. And again, they didn't really say anything about the queen the at queen, all. Yeah, yeah. They, they spoke about her as a whole, but not her directly. They, yeah. She said all her encounters with her were, were lovely and whatnot. Exactly. But when you're when you're when so you're, the rest of you watch your mouth, watch your, I'm just saying. <laughs> but when you've got people like again, the high profile thing is very important because this is how suddenly a narrative gets spun. Yeah, you and I know for like full well in that entire two hours, neither of neither Meghan or Harry said anything bad about the Queen at all. But if you've got Piers Morgan saying, "Oh yeah, she suggested that the Queen is racist. She suggested that the Queen didn't protect her to do this. She's suggesting the Queen this, the Queen that." All of a sudden, the general thought about the interview is that they spent two hours just bashing the Queen. Yeah. Which, which is not the case. the case. Not the case at all. Which isn't That's the case. diabolical. <laughs> <laughs> but like... Absolutely perfect. I think... I think... Um, Piers Morgan does represent a large amount of the people of this country in terms of how they feel about... Look, if you... If, if you got... If you ever had like mental health issues or ever felt suicidal, you can't... I don't see why you would give that man a time of day. Like, do not lend him your ear or nothing, man. Like, anything that man said is void now. Yeah. If he's not willing to believe somebody, and he's never met you, he's met her. He knows who he has. Well, he doesn't, I'm not saying they got the, the most personal rapport, but he knows He knows that person. Yes. He doesn't know you, nor does he give a fuck about you either. So if he doesn't mm -hmm. give a fuck about, if he doesn't believe of those issues from somebody that he knows, he doesn't give a fuck about your mental health issues either. So yeah. It's, I don't know, man. Get him out of there, man. Yeah, but I, again, once I wanna I wanna speak as somebody who has been like in a in a suicidal frame of mind before. It is not. It is like it's um. It is important to speak whenever you can to whoever you can mm. at whatever time you can, and I don't want like you to think that you may not necessarily be believed or you may not necessarily be heard. I mean, I don't think people in general are starting to think that, oh, yeah, you know, people like Piers Morgan aren't going to believe me anyway. But if you've got people close to you, don't worry about what they have to say until you say it. So that was the um, that was a, a point I needed to make regarding that. Uh, Piers Morgan came on TV, I think, a day or two later. Well, we've been saying his name too much, man. Just say, yeah, the guy came on TV. And yeah. True. Yeah, that guy. He came on yeah. TV like a day or two later uh, after he was kicked off GMB and he started talking about cancel culture and okay, the woke yeah. and the woke mob. Low-key, the cancel culture thing, I kind of agree with him about, man, because you'd be mad at them for like a week, a week or two, and we just forget about it and it's whatever. Right, okay. That happens way too often, man. Like, you're... Let's, let's I, stick, I was going to gonna guns, ask you man. to... I was going to ask you to clarify that, so I'm yeah. glad that you did. But is it really cancel culture? Now, allow me to elaborate on this point because I don't believe that there's such a thing as cancel culture purely because of what you just said. It is literally that. When somebody does something bad or something controversial happens, 
there'll be maybe a week, two weeks, maybe nah, a month Nah, there's some so. people that have been cancelled. I, I can think of an R&B singer that he's out of it. Like his career is over. But in some cases, like most of the time, it's just fashionable. Sounds it sounds good, isn't it? And this cancel this person. Let's get them out of here. And yeah, you rally up a mob, and you know there's some morale because it's a commodity. You can come together for a cause that you all seemingly believe in, and then two, three weeks later, it's done, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. But, but I'll tell you why I think cancel culture doesn't exist because you, you okay. There are some place. There are some um, instances. Even even if you think of someone like I don't know. Uh, uh, let's say, just say, for example, sake, Bill Cosby, right? And they ain't trying to run the Cosby show no more because of what he's done, right. right? And I think, generally speaking, it's like cancel culture sort of seems like if we, if the vast majority of people don't like what a certain person has done, we don't support that person anymore and you shouldn't either. Yeah. That's what cancel culture seems like yeah, to yeah. me. And it's like, all it's right, cool. Blackballing well, on a... Yeah, right. On a, on a, on a larger scale. Yeah. But... I don't think that's. I don't think that is what cancel culture actually is, and I don't think what Piers Morgan has done, like, is anything to do with cancel culture. Consequence culture, maybe, but not cancel culture. Now, when I say consequence culture, he went on to talk about how he believes in free speech and whatnot, and yada 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 yada. Everybody has the right to free speech. No. But nobody has the right to freedom of consequence. That is literally the fact of the matter. I can't go around. Like yeah, 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 talking you, talking death threats to people, yeah, you, like because, rhyme, or, rhyme or reason, and and not expect nothing to happen. Exactly, yeah, yeah. like if I was to go around saying, "Oh, I'm going to kill so and so person," I'm going to kill so and so person, I would rightfully expect to be put in jail or something like that because that's, you know, and that's that's a consequence of my actions. Okay, I can't actions. be like, "Oh yeah, you know, cancel culture this, cancel culture that." It's literally that. Now, kind of gave you a game with this, but proceed. If if when when he talks about um not being able to say how he feels without um without fear of repercussion i i sort of get it and i sort of don't because he would seem to have you believe that he was um made to leave good morning britain because he doesn't like Meghan markle which isn't the case he was made to he was made to leave because he downplayed a pregnant woman's suicidal thoughts and has been the head of a targeted harassment campaign for her um for somebody for however long yeah it doesn't look good no. and you should rightfully suffer consequences for that that is that that is that that's the simple fact of the matter as a human being you should suffer consequences for that it's nothing to do with being politically left-wing or right-wing it's just simply the fact of the matter you are doing things that are not proper or standard behavior and because you've had that behavior unchecked for so long when somebody does check you you're now labeling it cancel culture mm. and that isn't the case you're, yeah, yeah. you're reaping what you sow it's the consequences of your actions yeah I've, a long time ago and i mean i still stand by it but i always say like see, say what you want so long as you're prepared to deal with what comes with it exactly that's that, that is, that's literally it now a lot of people will point to um Trump being banned from Twitter and stuff like that because he was saying things that people didn't agree with and stuff. Oh yeah, Trump got cancelled. Like the woke mob cancelled him. It's not that. When you've got a public entity like Twitter, there are um, terms and conditions that you must adhere to. And if the people, if you are violating the terms and conditions, then that platform has the right to kick you off, whether you like it or not. That's perfectly fine. That's that's it. Those are the rules you signed up for when you signed up, and those are the rules you got to adhere to if you want to continue using the platform. To violate those rules and have your rights taken away from you is not you being silenced and it is not you being cancelled. You are literally 
suffering the consequences of your actions. And I think it's very important for people who say they have been cancelled to distinguish when they are when they are being cancelled or when they are suffering because of the consequences of their actions. Because a lot of people who say they're, they, um, they've been cancelled don't actually believe that it's because of things they've said or done. And I think that's just really strange. But much like what I said before with um, how because he's got a large following, he controls a narrative. Him now coming out and saying this is cancel culture, the woke mob this, the woke mob that, is going to make a large a large um, number of his followings believe that you are not allowed to like behave in the way he did or you will be, air quote, cancelled. I'm monologued. But no, it was, no, no. It was it was, some, he was getting there. He was getting there. It was, it was something that... Well, I, it's, it's something I feel very passionate about because like... This 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 whole term cancel culture has been floating around for maybe what nigh on two years now. Hey, nigh on nigh on two years now. It's diabolical. <laughs> so so like it's it's not it's not a term that's gonna go away. And I and again it is it is no mostly like directed at you know smaller time people. But yo, but he has not been cancelled, and I think well black people people who suffer mental health issues. I just want to say women in general as well. We can't, can't part with that man. Yeah, I think it's disingenuous of him to. Nothing like, going, nothing spinning for that young man. Yeah, I mean he's not young, but you get what I mean. Nothing, it stops here, isn't it? It's very disingenuous of him to say that he's been cancelled or he's been silenced when he has a very, very large following and a large platform. And he and I know that he will be back on television or some sort of publication. Yeah, in, somewhat, in the, not, in the yeah. not so distant future. Yeah, he will, but. We can all we can do is our best to not support that. Yes. You didn't say something. Say something. Uh, going back to the royal family, I guess. In terms of racism, yeah, I believe that. I don't think all of them are racist. No, I, I think there's racism within the royal family, hundred percent. I, I, I think so too. Um, but I don't think that is the reason for. All right. So, a lot of talk, a lot of headlines, a lot of speculation about they're trying to trying to do off like Diana, right? Okay. I don't believe that's due to racism though, because Diana's not white. <laughs> I I just think that if going against the agenda, they'll get rid of whoever they need to get rid of. I don't I don't think colour or creed really matters if you're going against the agenda so I, I don't think race is the reason that they're trying to rub her out innit yeah no I don't know okay yeah 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 that's yeah that's perfectly fair and reasonable and another dangerous part of the fact that so many people have access to this, this information is that it's very easy to create a narrative that because she's not um like she's not a white princess like Kate is it's it's very easy to very easy for people to be like, oh, she's receiving poor treatment because she's not because she's not white, and it is entirely down to race. I'm with you. I believe that there is racism in like, within the royal family. I don't. Uh, this does not mean to say that I think that the royal family is racist from top to bottom. That's that's like that would be a ridiculous notion to say. It's kind of like you know you don't tar everyone with the same brush. Yeah. And funnily enough, that's going to be a very important state um, saying later, but. Yeah, 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 I think I think you're very I think you're right. If they wanted like, you know, muddy your reputation, they will do so somehow. And it doesn't necessarily have to do with her race. 
That's what I got to say about that. Yeah, well, we spoke about that for a lot longer than I thought you were going to talk about it. Oh, because, you know, you got to look at things from different angles and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, I would also be very interested to hear what other people have to say on this on this topic because this is this wasn't this wasn't something I actually intended to um intended to watch. But when it came out on the day, I was like, nah, actually, I have to watch it because it isn't really very often that you get to see an insight into the um into the royal family and something like this was. I know they described it as like a, a bombshell interview, which is a term I hate. Yeah, it but wasn't. Like, it wasn't that. It wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't that. It, it was. It, it was for me. It just seemed, it like, was informative. Yeah, it was a chat. Like it seemed to me like Megan it was just a very. She looked, she looked nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was a straightforward yeah, conversation yeah, to me. Nice. I, uh, I, I I watched to see you know and see if there's any Queenslander you know. <laughs> Watch your mouth. She hits my line like. You need to be done. You see her in the range with them black gloves, man. Don't. <laughs> Don't let her pull up next to you. <laughs> shout you know out to, shout out to Harry though, my gun driller. Um, you know they didn't want no smoke with us or the rest of you. We want to hear from you. But watch your mouth. Yeah? Watch your mouth. Don't don't speak foul. And you got a, a note in your pocket. You, you got a face in your wallet. I don't want to hear nothing. Yeah. Diabolical. Diabolical. He said. Yeah. Now. On a slightly more serious note, like there was a, a very prevalent story that was in the news this week, uh, especially for those of us who live in London. But like it's a, it's a UK wide issue. It's a worldwide issue. And for those of you who live in the UK, you probably know what I'm about to speak about. So once again, just to make sure like you were discretion advised. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure, discretion. You, make sure you read the um the episode notes. This is the way you got to kind of like tune out if it's a particularly um, sensitive topic for you but on uh, earlier this week a a lady named Sarah Everard went missing and it was it was like a very innocuous disappearance she was walking home from her friend's house it was it was quite late at night it was somewhere in South London went missing and we, we, we frequented the yeah, it's like somewhere we've it's somewhere we've been, like somewhere yeah. I've I've walked past, somewhere I've driven past, somewhere I've cycled Numerous past. Times. Yeah, it's like it's not too it's not too far from where we live. And a couple of days ago a a body was found and a serving police officer was charged with her kidnap. And earlier today it was discovered that the body has been positively identified as that of Sarah Everard and the officer who, um, who was arrested with her kidnap has now been charged with her murder so this is an ongoing investigation and we're not here to speculate about the um, the, the whys and why nots but it did bring up a lot of um, did, did additional it, discourse did it mention how the police officer came in contact with her that night no. No. Okay. No. Right. I don't think there's. I don't think those details are out yet. Okay. Um, but I, I, the reason why I ask this is why is why is the policeman uh, the the main suspect? Is I'm that significant evidence or whatever. Like what leads to that? I'm not sure. Okay. And I think I think those kind of details are going to kind of be gonna, gonna enough, go, they're going to be thin on the ground. Yeah. Because all, all I know is that the lady went missing from that area, and then I heard to, today that the body's been found. I don't know anything in between. Or yeah. No, the body so was so part of my body, ignorance. I think the body. No, no. Like it's it's still a it's still a developing story. But no. I think yeah, the body was found yesterday and only positively identified as her today. like a few hours ago. Yeah, yeah. So, um, a serving police officer. That's wild, man. 
uh, I'm going to tread very carefully around this subject, of, of course. But like a couple of days, I think I, I think it may have been either a couple of days prior or at least prior to this terrible incident happening. This police officer was charged with in, with indecent exposure as well. Right. And a lot of people are saying like, well, what was what was the outcome of that? Like, could could more have been done to prevent this kind of thing happening? And there's a whole lot of shoulda, woulda, couldas right now. And this is a separate occasion, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. so he's he's known to be a yes, bit trouble. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like okay. this is this is not it's not it's, new information. No, he's, okay. So this happened very recently, and then obviously what happened a couple of days ago has happened. So, so what? Like they didn't think to suspend him investigate him from there or whatever what they do not sure again okay. details are still thin on the ground and even at the time when um this lady was uh abducted and taken away because her body was found miles away from where she was last seen and it was nowhere near where she lives either so that was kind of you know it was whatever it however it happened it was calculated uh Nothing happened with regards to this indecent exposure investigation. I do think that the policeman um, who was caught was off duty at the time. So I don't think he was like in uniform and stuff like no, that. But okay. like, again, no speculation. Like we're just, we're just going by what we know so far. And a lot of people were talking about um, how it might erode trust in the police force and stuff. And I thought about that because I think especially it's, it's funny but coming off the back of what we spoke about with the royal family when you look at particular institutions and stuff like um the royals and the police and like the nhs the fire service you look at them as like sort of um people you can look to people you can trust people who are you know they're going to have your back for for whatever it, forever it may be in their line of work but i think what a lot of people also seem to forget and this isn't trying to make me make light of any situation is that is that fundamentally people are human and people yeah. and humans can do great things yes but they can also do terrible things and that's regardless of whatever line of work they're in and stuff like that so you've got a serving police officer and it's it's it's, it's like it may have transpired that he's um he's murdered somebody and a lot of people are shocked about that as they rightly should be but at the same time they shouldn't be too entirely shocked because i think there's a a lot of things that go unnoticed within maybe like the police force that we don't know about. And then yeah. there are also a lot of people that work for the police that have perpetuated crimes of their own. Yeah, whenever you have some kind of like authority, um, whether it be like government or state or anything like that, once you're in a, a certain position of power, obviously you, it's very easy to abuse that, isn't it? Yeah. And have somewhat layer of protection from said governing body or where this power comes from. Yeah. I just think it's important to like, I know I, I always say like separate the man from the message, but it's also like, you know, separate the person from the uniform, separate the person from the job, separate the person from whatever yeah, it is. Like fundamentally people are human sorry. and that's the one thing you've got to remember. I think you're definitely going to, you can't, it's definitely going to, like you said, put some kind of stress on the trust of the police force. Yeah. Because, I mean, 
it's, it's, it's crazy to think, you know, if you see somebody that's like in trouble, they're def- like by the default, they're the first people you would call to help, like to help people in it. And then something like this happens. So I don't know. It's a very sad occasion. Uh, it's a very sad situation. It was kind of, it's kind of like, whoa, you, you, I think about it because, you know, I have like friends, um, family members of a similar age to this to this woman and like you know you just think about them walking late at night yeah. to the shop going home or going to their friends going wherever they want to go you don't really think nothing of it when it's like of course not and i'm pretty sure neighborhood that, or, or area that you're familiar with yeah you know? yeah and i'm pretty sure that's, that's 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 a journey she's probably walked dozens of times yeah. herself and she's never you know you never think but a lot of um a lot of women did speak out about how they don't necessarily feel safe walking on the street at night alone yeah. and stuff like that. And like, I thought about it because a lot of statistics came out about the amount of women that have been um, like sexually harassed or stalked or followed on the street. Yeah, that was disgusting. Or made to feel uncomfortable in the presence of men for whatever reason, like just minding their own business. And I thought about it and I was like, damn, that's crazy because... Bro, the number was like 97%. Yeah, 97. Yeah, I think it was like that. that 97% of women have, have been sexually harassed. That, that is, is insane. Absolutely. And it's like, you know, I I, 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 I guess I sort of take it for granted in the sense that like, if I'm walking down the street at maybe what, 11 p.m. or whatever time it may be, I don't really feel like I'm at, I'm at risk of... Um, I don't feel threatened. I don't feel like I've got to watch my back or anything like that. And I guess in a way it is, it is, it is male, it's male privilege, which isn't to say that like, you know, guys, no, I don't think so, up. man. It's not. Nah, cause like where we're from and like areas we've been in and whatever, whatever, yeah. being a male in a certain, a certain area, it makes you a different kind of target. Right? It does. It, it does. It does. It makes you a different kind of target. Yes. You could still, but those statistics I would say are drastically lower than they are for women that are gonna be like yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. they you, are. But I mean, yeah, I, generally speaking, you do have to have your wits about you wherever you are, just in case, because yeah, you don't know how yeah. people are gonna be. Yeah, but that's right, that's right. I think that like I I know that if I was to leave here now at eleven p.m., I'm not gonna have any worries about me walking home. I'm not gonna be looking over my shoulder every two minutes. I could walk down the back streets and I can be fine. Now. I'm walking on the back streets to get home and I'll be fine. But if I was speaking to one of my, like to one of my lady friends and they were walking to the same destination as me, I'm not telling them to walk in the same way, the same direction I'm going. I agree, agree, agree. But also it's a, it's a guy friend of yours that's not, that's not from the area, not really familiar with the area. Are you still giving them them same directions that you would walk? Hmm. Um, like it's comfortable for you and it looks normal and safe to you but there's certain roads and certain places like if you if you didn't know here this block for instance yeah and you was like standing on them stairways you're probably not it doesn't really look too nice isn't it? yeah okay you know if you was going through the, the car park alright you know okay. you're not really gonna I- send them but to you that's fine you will go that way but you're not gonna send anybody like yeah no go this way it's, it's gonna shave a few minutes yes but I probably, I mean, I guess if, if all right, I I'm always, like, I think that's just a good question. Sensibly, I, you would always give someone that doesn't really know 
the way too much as main roads. Route. Like you're gonna get yeah, them. It's yeah. a lot easier to navigate, isn't it? Yes, but I also think that like if I give a guy friend the safe route, I would be less concerned about like that person reaching the destination safely than I would a one of yeah, my I, one of yeah, my yeah, I, I I agree with that. So that's yeah, why I, that's why I say that's why I say it's male privilege in the sense yeah, that yeah. you know we can like yes we are there are like different um. It is like you say. There's a different. There's a different target painted on our back. But in the same by the in the same breath, it's like okay, cool. I can walk into a particular place, and so a, bu- a bunch of guys can just run up on me and kill me. Yeah. But by that same token, a woman can walk down the same place. A bunch of guys can run up on her and kill her. But she could also be sexually assaulted. Yeah, yeah. And that's like that's a variable that I have to worry about a lot less than women do. Yeah. So that's what I'm talking about when I say we're like male privilege. I thought about like um how I treat my, um, how I, I treat my women friends in general. Like if I'm out with them for like, if you've got, if you go out for, I don't know, if it's out and I'm just like, I, I always try to make sure they get home and stuff like that. And I, I thought about like the preventative measures that I do generally speaking. And it's just kind of a, I, I don't know if it's because I'm just generally an overpowered person, but I thought about the preventative measures that I always make sure I put in place with people. And that's to always make sure that like, if you're traveling somewhere, um, make sure that you've got like your um your like your live location turned on until you get home or something like that or make sure you've got because you're calling somebody um on the way home and stuff like that and i thought about the times when i when i was driving and stuff and i was like if i've got if i've if i've got the car i'm always making sure that my people's is getting home safe yeah like that's that's just the person who i'm i'm making sure my people's is getting home safe because it's like one thing to be like oh yeah cool you know petrol costs money it's another thing to have their death on my conscience and that isn't me trying to be like come across like a good Samaritan but I am fully aware of the dangers that women face just being out on the streets on their own so I like a lot of guys were like oh yeah you know it's not all men it's not all men like shut up just shut up with that shut up just shut up shut up just shut up it's it's been a common narrative it's like it's like you're just trying to inflate your ego trying to that's not me I'm I'm not like that yeah shut up no one cares no one asked you just shut up but it's, that it was it was a common thing like yeah, it was, and I saw it and I'm not even on social media like that but just shut up man this this is not the time for you to inflate your ego and try to say that you're better than the next man because you don't do that that's it's what like, I thought was up, quite man. sad I, I thought it was really sad because it was like okay you're now trying to make it a men issue like not not when I say a men issue because it is fundamentally a men issue but like you're trying to make it it's like oh wait no we're not like that. Like our gender is not like that. And it's like, well, the evidence, the overwhelming evidence kind of suggests that is the case. And I know full well, like for example, I'm sitting in this room and it's like, I would never do something like that. And you would never do something like that. But a woman walking down the street who doesn't know us from anyone doesn't know that. Yeah. So if I'm walking towards a woman on the street, it's late at night. It's just us two on the street. There's nobody else there. And she crosses the road in fear. Yeah. I can't be like, why has she done that? I am not a threat. Cause she nah, yeah, nah, I'm, I never take that as anything though. No, nah, I think a lot of people do. I think, I think uh, a lot of people do. I, I, I would like to know you like your upbringing or where you like, where you grew up around, where you come from in general. I don't like, cause me and you friends that I know friends that we have, we're not going to think like that. It's, yeah. You see someone from halfway down the road, they see you, they cross the road. You, you, it's whatever. A lot of, um, something came out that said, um, that was really interesting to me. And I was kind of like, 
it's like it's funny how um all guys know a woman that has been sexually assaulted but don't know any of their guy friends that would do this that would do the um do the assaulting wait say that again they guys don't know any of their guy friends yeah what's that got to, what does that mean though so what well, just because you don't know them, it's not happening. I don't, I don't, no, we don't know what to it, make from that. No, nah, it wasn't coming from that point of view. Okay. It was, it was more that I think she was saying it more on the point that guys are silent about the um, the people in their circles that are doing these things. Oh, uh, mm, okay, yeah, 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 maybe. Yeah. I, uh, that's I don't know. That's kind of half. It's difficult to. It's, it's, it's difficult to even address. I, honestly, I don't. I don't think. There's a large majority. I think there's yeah. I don't think there's a large majority that would still be friends. I'm a, I mean, I don't have any statistics to back this up, unfortunately. But mm. I don't like if we heard one of our friends did that. Like you're not a friend anymore. Yeah. And I believe I, I would like to believe that there's a lot of people like that. Not like, nah, he did it, but that's my boy though. Like I don't I don't think there's any of that. I f- honestly, I think there's a very very small margin to be like, they know what that what your man's is on, and you're like, oh yeah, that's. So- he does what he does, but he's my friend. I don't think there's, I don't know, man. I'd like to believe that there's not. Maybe I'm putting too much faith in mankind, but nah. I think the second you kind of you learn that, you got to x them out. Yeah, you, ha- you, yeah, have, yeah, to. you, you have, have to. You have to. You have to. You have to. Like I'm very, even I'm really big on like even things like you, for instance. I want to use. I'll use your example because we've been friends a very, very long time. Yeah. Um, through a lot. And if I found out that for whatever reason you're not, you're not giving your, you're not helping your your child's mother take care of, you know, take care of or whatever. We, yeah. We're gonna have a talk and f- failure. If like if your actions do not change, we could not be friends, isn't it? It's just morally. If I know like you're, if that's how you are, then no, I'm not. I'm not gonna be your friend. Same if I, if you was like, if you were slapping her up or something. Like, we're gonna have a, we have a conversation about it. You're gonna have to change. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at you from this point on. I'm gonna look at you in a certain way, and if it doesn't change, then there's no way that this any we can't continue this. Yeah, I've cut people off for less. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Exactly. As simple as that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't want like. I mean, it was kind of interesting to read because you start sort of like vetting your friends, but then you also think you don't have to vet your friends because you don't think you don't know like. Your friends aren't like that generally speaking I, I couldn't help but like think I didn't really see a breakdown and this is going to sound very juvenile very ignorant and everything like you kind of get like the main the, the main underlining things but what again this is going to sound I don't really know how to word this without I'm going to sound really dumb and really what counts as like sexual harassment because some people were saying like elongated stares or something like that mm. or like like when when does it become sexual harass- like I, I give you an example you're walking I want to use you let me not use you let me use me for an instance I'll use me I'll put myself on a cross I'm walking down a the road there's a girl on the opposite side of the road mm. she she looked banging I turn I look at her I try to get attention. I, I like I call her. I'm like, excuse me, or something like that. Or I try to cross the road to attempt to talk to her. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, nah, I'm good. Keep it moving. I keep it moving. Yeah. That's not sexual harassment, right? I wouldn't say so. Okay. Now, if she says, nah, I'm not on it, I persist. That now classes as sexual harassment. Right? Yes. You're and at least. You're at least. At the very least, you're towing the line. Yes. Okay. If I go over there, introduce myself, she's game. We exchange numbers. Boom, keep it moving. That's not sexual harassment, right? No. And the only reason why I like I wanna 
like bring that up. It's like obviously we we can tell the the blatant when you're blatantly like harassing somebody. Yeah. But something obviously something like a stare, like what kind of what constitutes as that? Ah. Uh, you know some of these things. And I'm not trying to make any excuses for anybody yeah, that yeah, does yeah. any f- other things, but I'm just trying to bring awareness to guys that, like, if you're doing this, like, what, just think about what you're doing for a second, innit? Like, yes. If you, you're, staring, you're staring at this chick for, like, 10 seconds or whatever. You might give her, I don't know, a smile, something to grab her attention. Nothing comes from it. You keep it moving. But you're staring, like, a whole two minutes and shit. That, that's when it's a bit like, yo, what are you doing, my guy? I think it's very important that you brought that up as a point actually because a, a lot of people don't know when to when or how to make that distinction yeah because you know it's like it's like it's like you say people don't understand and i think there's a lot of education that needs to be done on that point but we as we as men and i don't want to speak for the entirety of like men in general but like a lot of men don't understand what it is to be like um, to to do to sexually harass a woman. No, I mean, yeah, like I said, there's the blatant ones when you're persistent and you know they're not. Yeah. They're just becoming a nuisance. Yeah. Like if you're inappropriately touching, you're trying to grab them, pull them back, yeah, like, yeah, them yeah, like you know what's what and stuff in it. Yeah, but um, like I was just one. Like if you if you like catcalling or something, that's what it's called. That's the term or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Like when is that? How when is that that can issue? How is it like immediately? Is it? Okay, cool. She's not, she's not, she's not digging it, and you just dead it. Well, because it's like, all right, I, I'm going to use myself as an example again. Mm. Put myself on a cross. I've walked through a park and there's been a group of girls and they've whistled and heckled me or whatever, and I haven't been interested in it. Yes, like that's is that sexual harassment? Like it was annoying. Don't get me wrong. It's annoying, but does that count? Does that count as sexual harassment? And I'm only highlighting these issues so people are made aware of Harass- harassment. Maybe I don't when it when I don't know when it crosses the boundary into sexual harassment. Okay. So I think I, sexual harassment doesn't not does not necessarily have to be physical. No. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. No. It, it definitely doesn't. Yeah. So again, there's there's like you know there's a, there's a bit of a boundary, a bit of a um a boundary to it. I just think it's something whereby you are. Um... What about unprovocative, like, sorry, provocative, like, text messages and stuff like that, where it's not really warranted and you can tell it's making them feel uncomfortable? That's definitely sexual harassment. Okay. So, yeah, if, yeah. If, if you're out there doing that and you stop it, just, just allow it, allow it. Yeah. She's not feeling it. She's not, she not here for that. Just allow it, guys. Don't get yourself in. Unsolicited dick pics, that's sexual harassment. Yeah, right, right, right. Like that's this this there's, there's, there's no two ways yeah, about it. Yeah, like, yeah, clearly like yeah. yeah so yeah. I think we we like we have to do a lot more to understand when um we are uh making women feel uncomfortable in particular spaces, especially yeah. seeing as a lot of a lot of the times it is like it's um air quotes innocent to us as men, but it's not we're not like we're making women feel uncomfortable, but they may not necessarily be either brave enough to vocalize it for I don't know fear of like uh fear just fear in general or they might just like feel too uncomfortable to address the situation in general mm-hmm. or they feel too comfortable like it's it's just become normal to them they're just numb to it so they don't bother addressing it it's uh, yeah which is also a problem that is that is also a problem i think that's a problem on both sides of the spectrum so like a lot of women i believe like and 
It's very, 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 very good that you brought this up because this is going to lead into something else. But like a lot of women have experienced sexual harassment to the point where they don't even realise. Well, not they don't realise, but they're kind of just kind of like, they're like, eh. Yeah, yeah, it's, because they're so used to it. Yeah, that's, 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 that's make just, it right. Like, especially, it might be a familiar person. Oh, that's just how he is. Oh, you, you see what I'm saying? That's, yeah, just, that's, yeah, yeah. that's just how he is. And guys, they're kind of like, well, you know, it was... It wasn't that bad. All I did was like, I just grabbed your bum, yeah. it? Like it was nothing, it was nothing yeah. major. Like I was, you know, hey, hey, so, hey. but it's, it's like, you don't have that right. You don't have that. You don't have those permissions. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta understand that. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're not making people, if people are feeling uncomfortable because of your behaviors, you gotta dead that man. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's like a, that's a very, 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 very strong no-go zone. And when you spoke, when you mentioned, um, people being used to it or something like that. It kind of, it kind of um, references a, a tweet I saw, which is kind of like a woman who um, is fortunate enough to have not had to deal with this kind of thing before, possibly, or is kind of caping for men. So this morning, you remember Davina McCall? Yeah. She said, female abduction slash murder is extremely rare. Yes, we should all be vigilant when out alone, but this level of fear-mongering isn't healthy, and men's mental health is an issue as well. Calling all men out as dangerous is bad for our sons, brothers, and partners. And someone replied to that, saying, It's every three days, Davina. A woman is killed by a man every three days in the UK. Damn. So... That's thing, that's, that, that is shocking, though. It is. It's very shocking. But it was really also kind of shocking for me to see that she was it seemed like a really tone deaf thing to say in the in the yeah, climate she kind of just missed the mark with that one man completely yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she shouldn't I, like the term fear mongering i don't think she should have probably went with that i don't think she should have went with that line at all men hesitate while walking home in the dark too and why should they because there are bad people out there we should all be vigilant and as parents raise good adults okay again that's this is really bad wording. Like just because you may not be as vigilant doesn't mean you're a bad adult or you wasn't raised right. There's a lot of. There's only so far your parents can take you. There's a lot of things wrong with with everything said just now. It's... There's only so far your parents can take you anyway, but like. She said, um, "This is the last one I'm gonna say because like these were the three things that." The three things that she said that I was like, no, this is this isn't it, man. She's like, I wouldn't walk home alone in the dark. And lots of men I know wouldn't either because there are some very few relatively bad people out there. But your response is say you is is say say you view all men as a danger. And I don't think we should be spreading that message. I mean, I was going to make a very inappropriate Big Brother joke about being watched and all about it's not the time nor the place. Um, I don't think it's. I don't feel like, as a man, I don't feel it's aimed at all men. I don't feel like I don't feel attacked or nothing like that. I don't feel like I need someone to come to def the defense of me no, it's or not. you to and clear that up. Again, right? it's like yeah. we said, well, like, going back to the point I said before, it's tarring all people with the same brush. Yeah. When they say like, I don't feel I don't feel attacked when people say, um, men are uh, men are dangerous. I feel like intimidated by men. I'm not, I'm not like, take it, how dare you? Like my, my entire gender, how dare you? It's not like, it's not that deep. Yeah, I yeah. understand that however small or however large your sample size may be, you have had men in your past make you feel uncomfortable 
in particular situations. And that's perfectly reasonable and that's perfectly fine. It's not fine in the sense that it should be happening, but it's fine that you feel that way because of the experiences you've had. So when like people are like jumping, oh yeah, not all men, this, not all men. It's like, no, you know, they're not saying 100% of all men on the planet are like this. It's, 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 it's naive and ignorant to think that that's how people are talking. But for those three statements to come from a woman was kind of really kind of, it was kind of disheartening. And I'm not even saying this to, to kind of sound, to sound like I'm caping for women or anything, because this is a serious issue. And I, I, I've always spoken like frequently about my, um, my, my daughter, my nieces. And like, I've got, I've got, I've got older sisters, got sisters yeah. my mom, like all the women in my life. I, 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 I well, yeah, no, all the women in my life I love I love and care for and cherish. So I wouldn't want anything bad to happen to any of them, innit? And if they say they don't feel comfortable because of whatever situation, I'm like, well, cool, that's down to your experience and that's perfectly fine. No one's ever saying that it's all men that are making them feel this way. But the ones that are bad, they can't tell. And the ones that are good, you can't tell. It's a simple fact of the matter. People aren't walking around on the streets with like good or bad written on their foreheads. Yeah. And you don't know how, how people are going to treat you or receive you until it happens. Still present condolences. What's go up to that? Yeah. hundred percent. Like loved uh, ones and family, man. That's yeah. sad. And I hope, I hope things can be put in play um, to kind of help prevent this. Whether that be more, I would like to say police patrolling, but if, police has been taken into custody for it it's kind of hard to place your faith in there but just you know any kind of measures that can be put into place or better lighting any anything anything that can be done to help deter and kind of minimalize this yeah sooner the better man yeah for sure prayers and condolences to go out to sarah everard and her family it's like a it's a terrible situation and like it's 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 the only things I have to I have to say, and I don't feel like people should have to do this, but when, with regards to my own safety tips, it's always like saying, make sure people get home safe. There's no, there's nothing. I, I know people say it's nice to kind of check people and say, oh yeah, like let me know when you get in and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, that's cool. But I think that's, it's very important to, for, to let people do that. Um, there are many apps that allow you to share live location with people. If you're traveling on your own or whatever time of the day, it's just following you wherever you go. And I think that's useful to share with people, your nearest and dearest, whenever you're going places. Again, like I've already said, you shouldn't have to, but it's just a preventative measure to put in place. If you have to be on the phone talking to someone, even if you have to fake being on the phone talking to someone, it helps. But it is sad that this kind of thing had to happen. Have you ever been in a situation where like, I don't know, you've been walking out and someone's crossed the road because... Yeah, yeah, we spoke, I mean, spoke it up about a couple of minutes ago. I've def that's happened to me loads of times. How did it make you feel? It didn't make, doesn't make me feel in any type of way. I mean, I mean when I when honestly, I ask how it feels, I don't want to make make it like. No, I get it. Like the only the only way I guess I'd feel something if is like, all of a sudden like, a policeman approaches me and be like, you know, all of a I'm getting like randomly searched or some shit like that. All yeah. oh, right, like yeah. if I have an indication that that person has for whatever re for no reason at all just seen me and called the police on me or some shit like that, then yeah, yeah then I'd feel some type of way. But if I see someone and th they cross the road for whatever reason they don't feel comfortable or whatnot, that's that's on them, man. Your your safety should be your concern, isn't it? Yeah. So it is what it is, man.
do you think there's more that we can do to like like met, let women feel more comfortable in that space if 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 the need arise i mean um i it's hard to say because when I, I think when I say do you think there's more I don't, I don't, there's, I don't it's not, there's not a binary answer to that like question I don't, I don't feel like I'm I look particularly intimidating, intimidating yeah. or like unapproachable or whatever yeah like fair enough I don't like smile often or whatever <laughs> but I'm not just going to be walking down the street with a smile on my face anyway and if, if I'm just grinning ear to ear I'm probably going to look even more weirder innit yeah, yes. so I don't know I'd like to think that I'm easy on the eyes <laughs> okay don't know why you want to cross the road. You see me come in, I change your life. No, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing. Um, serious, man. Yeah, no, I, I, I would want them to feel how com- comfortable anyway, any which way they are. If, if that's crossing the road, that's them pretending to be on the phone. So whatever. I'm not here. My intentions is not, is not to bother you in any way. So yeah. it doesn't affect me, man. Yeah, I feel the same. Like, there's been a number of occasions where I've like. I've had people literally cross the road and I'm, uh, and I guess at the time I thought, why did you do that? That doesn't help you at all. There's literally been times when you've crossed the road and there's no pavement on that side of the road. But I, I never, like, I guess I never really thought about how they actually feel at the time. I just thought it was kind of like, all right, it is what it is. Yeah. But when something like this happens and it gets all this traction, I, I think about the impact that I have as like a, you know, a lone male walking down the street more often than not with my hands in my pockets and it's kind of like okay it does look a bit not shifty but there's somebody approaching you typically wearing mostly dark clothing as i do and with his hands in his pockets you don't know how to you don't know how to gauge me i suppose so yeah i get, if 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 that's the case i understand but I, I, i'm only talking for like me personally like yeah 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 i'm I'm talking for me personally yeah, as yeah, well same, yeah i've had it happen if, i've had it happen to if me if you've got like a, if i got like a full trackie on hoodie up or something like, yeah i can kind of like yeah like, yeah, you know I'm saying it's a, it's a bit late. My block's not not the brightest or whatever. I can understand that, but gen- generally, I wear like I I wear a certain kind kind of clothes and I carry myself a certain kind of kind of way that doesn't really give off the vibe like I'm dangerous. I, I don't get it wrong. I'm dangerous. You can try me, <laughs> subscribe, you get your issue. But you know, like I I bear no ill will towards anybody in it. Yes. So it's like, have you ever seen that meme where? It's like an America. It's like a project building, and there's like fifty guys outside, and it, I think it's like you're going to you're going to check shorty in a block looks like this. What do you do? Oh yeah, I've seen that kind of thing in it. Like, yeah, but yeah, me yeah. like me personally, I always answer. I'm 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 going to my destination. Like these these people are f- from the same walk, like same place I'm from, in it. Yeah. So it's it just kind of depends on the circumstances in which you're f- you're familiar with and what you feel comfortable with. It's, yeah, no, you're right. I guess like there's a lot of um, a lot of educating that needs to be done in the in like the entirety of the situation, especially in regards to what constitutes sexual harassment and what doesn't. Um, just don't be making these girls feel uncomfortable, man. That's, yeah, why would you want to, man? Like, it's 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 a it's to a, protect our queens, man. Like, it's a why? power thing, isn't it? It's, See, a, it's, it's entirely I, a power I, I thing. Don't, like, what does that do for you? I don't get it, man. Like, why are you gonna try and intimidate or like, why are you acting bad in for in front of a girl? Like, why? You... Because 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 I they can, it, man. Because they can. Like it, I think it starts. It starts. 
it, it probably I'm gonna be honest. It probably starts young, man. man. That's that's insecurity. That's something going on within you, man. You ain't right within, man. It start it starts young, and like when you have that again, it's it's one of those things where when you have that behavior unchecked for so long, you can get away with it. You shouldn't be able to, but you can get away with it because who's going to check you, you feel really? Like you get away with it, yeah, yeah, you feel like you can get away with it because who's going to check you? But when when the wrong one does check you, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, even if even if it if you don't like, why would you? Why do you continue to do that? What about that makes you feel good about yourself, though? Hmm. Yeah, nah. Like it, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. But like, I guess it's sort of like you know. It's when you bully someone and I have had, like, I've never, I've never been a, I don't know, I bullied my nephews a bit, but that's different. That doesn't, yeah, yeah it doesn't count. Like, so, but like, I guess bullies sort of get a rush from the fact that they can, they can hurt people in whatever way that may be. And that person isn't going to retaliate. Yeah, I don't know, man. This is such weird shit to me, man. It's... It will get help, man. Leave. Yeah, leave no, it's, alone, man. It is weird. It is weird. Everyone, stay safe, man. Yeah, for sure. For real, stay safe. Tell your loved ones you love them, man. Mhm. I didn't really have anything else like to kind of cover today. Like it's it's been a weird uh, week yeah, because it's been know, a very very serious, very hard week, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what with International Women's Day, there's not really been a great week yeah. for for women in general. We should run International Women's Day again, really. Um but um Women's Month as well, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's been a, rough, a it's been a bad time all round. But it is like Ren said, like look after like keep your loved ones close. Keep your um, keep your loved ones safe. Did you have anything you wanted to any pressing know. issues? Nah, just Mother's Day on Sunday. Ah, oh, sugar. Ah, I just found out today, though. Uh, that's Mother's Day in the UK for international listeners as well. Yeah. I don't know what they, you guys celebrate Mother's Day and that, but yeah, Mother's Day in the UK and the Crap. on Sunday. So I totally forgot. Figured it out. Figured it out. I got like up for two mums as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, crap! I totally forgot. You know what? Shout, shout out to all the, all the single mums holding it down. Yeah. Shout out to all the dads that had to act as mums as well. Yep. Because their mums wasn't around for whatever reason and stuff. Yeah. We get that a lot on Father's Day. Yeah, yeah. 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 I just wanted to flip it. See how it feels. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted yeah, to see yeah. how it feels. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to see yeah. how that feels. Um, yeah, shout out to shout out to all the all the married couples. Shout out to all the people going through divorces. Mm-hmm. And right back to it, man. Yeah. Shout out to friends and family listening, spreading yes. the good word. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, thank Just, you very much, Ren, for reminding me about my Mother's Day. I should have probably have had that on Pat, but because it's the it's the whole having two Mother's Day a year that's really, really like it's like oh shit. Whenever it happens in America or somewhere overseas, I'm like oh no, is it Mother's Day? Oh no, we've had our one already. Yeah, I should have that. Um, I should I should remember that. Two weeks until the clocks go forward. Uh, that's I guess what's I'm what I'm most excited about. You're very excited about stuff like that. I remember when they went yeah. back and you was gasping it as well. Yeah, man. What that, is that about you in the time? I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess fair I'm, enough. I'm, 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 I'm weird like that. Yeah, whatever, man. Like, I'm, hey, if that's what if that's what makes you smile, man. Yeah, yeah I'm happy yeah, to yeah, see yeah. it. It's, it's the little things. Maybe yeah, I'm getting old. I'm happy but to see it. yeah, once again, everyone, thank you for listening. Sorry that there weren't really any funnies in this episode, but like you know, it's like we said, there's a serious topic and it's been a serious thing that we needed to need to address. And we can't be funny all the time. Yeah, like nah. Ren said. I said, if you're funny all the time, no one takes you serious. There you go. So yeah, there's that. But one way or another, 
if you have been affected by any of the issues that we have brought up, we will put some links in the podcast episode notes for you to be able to reach out to people or you can reach out to us or don't forget you can reach out to friends yeah, and family real, as well. Real. Reach out, reach out, man. I'll yeah. video call you. I mean, well, you could video call me or whatever, whatever. Well, I'm happy to talk with yeah, we'll make it work. any one of you, man. Yeah, we lonely. No, I'm playing. I, don't, I didn't mean that. But for today, that has been episode 36 of the Lost Words podcast. Thank you all for listening and we will see you next week. Peace out.